Hello everybody and welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host as always, Brian, Brian Dash, and today I'm going to tell you the story of Foxy and Fantastic Pete's World. My very first story, which is fitting because it is a horror story. Um, horror slash heartwarming, I guess you could say. I don't know how those two fit together, but hey, I made it work because it's madness and that's my thing. So, anyway, without further ado, let's stop the Let's laugh and let's start having a blast. This is the extended edition, by the way. I'm going to try to make part one and two for you tonight, but it could be more or less. So, without further ado, let's stop wasting time and let's dive right on in. Hello, my name's Mike, but you can call me Mikey. And this is my story of... When I went to Foxina's Fantastic Pizza World with my mom and dad. Usually went to Chuck E. Cheese on Carl Pizza, but this place was better. It had animatronics, games, race cars, everything, even laser tag, everything you want with animatronics. I remember the heads on TV were always like, Hello, everyone. Please come down over to Foxina's Fantastic Pizza World, where you can join the band. Wolfie the Wolf, Chelsea the Turtle, and Dustin the Deer, here to perform just for you. Sit back and enjoy the music while you chow down on our award-winning Five Cheese Pizza. And if you're filling up for a voyage, sail on over to Pirate's Landing, where Foxina the Pirate Vixen will be your best mate. My parents thought it would be amazing, so they took me there. However, they never read the final print, which was... Um, please remain seated at this time while the bands are performing. Because Foxina's Fantastic Pizza World is not responsible for any damage, death, dismemberment of a child or person placed within a 24 hour period uh, during our business hours. Enjoy at your own risk. They thought, oh, he probably means because, you know, wet floors and they may slip and fall or animatronics may fall over or something of that sort. No biggie, no big deal. After all, I haven't heard of anyone getting hurt over there. Little do they know. But they do. Or did. But that's besides the point now. Let me tell you the story. So they took me over to Foxina's Fantastic Pizza World. I was watching Foxina's show. She was doing a dance called you are a pirate. Do what you want because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Now I have ability. Being a pirate is so fun to be. Do what you like because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. She began to sing and dance. Now we need to enjoy the show. After the, her show was over and everyone left, I stayed behind looking at her. She was amazing and very pretty. I smiled. I always liked her. She was always my favorite. Even on the commercials and the little anime TV series. She was always my favorite. She must have saw me looking at her because she looked over at me and smiled. I saw her sharp teeth and immediately I thought of some of the stories that the old kids at my school said about how they came to life and murdered people. I immediately screamed. Not loud, but loud enough for she heard without anyone else getting suspicious, and I ran. She must have saw 
the hurt look on my face and the terror in my voice as I screamed. And she decided to follow me. I was sitting in the hallway crying. And she walked up to me. Dad? Is everything okay? <laughs> I said in fear. She lifted both of her hands up and then sat down and had a pretty smile on her face. I don't know what it was, but something about her smile just made me feel warm and fuzzy inside and I felt more relaxed around her. I stopped backing away, seeing that she was not advancing towards me. She said, I'm sorry, lad. I didn't mean to be scaring you. My name's Foxina the Pirate Vixen. But if you be liking, you can call me Foxina. Now, why don't you tell me your name? My name's Mike. Are you really a pirate? She smiled. That I am, lad, that I am. Would you like to hear my adventures? I nodded my head. As she got closer to me and I let her get close. Then she did something that I didn't understand until later. Something very special. She picked me up in her arms. And I held on to her. She was as calm as could be as I held on to her. She said, I sailed the seven seas searching for treasure. I fought off the infamous Blackbeard, was entranced by the siren's call, and saw many beautiful day amongst my ship, the White Fox. Wow, it must have been the biggest and best ship ever. That is true, lad, it was a very wonderful ship. I looked at her in the eyes and said, Did you find any, any treasure, that is? Ha 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 Did I find any treasure, you ask? Of course I did, lad. I found friends. And maybe that be the best treasure of them all. And I always like to show me treasures. Would you like to meet me, friends? Yes, please. Alrighty, then let's go see them. But before we had a chance to leave, I heard my parents yell, Mike, it's time to go. I hugged her. Will I ever see you again? Of course you will, lad. Here, I have a present for you. And she opened up a little box with a bow, ribbon, and wrapping paper and handed it over to me. Here, wear this the next time you come. When you come next time, yell my name three times. Foxina, Foxina, Foxina. Whether I be in a show or making pizza or just standing there, no matter where I be or what I be doing, I come rushing towards you. Because you are me best mate. And I always look after my crew members. I smiled and nodded. Alright, go on. Don't make it chill. Don't make your parents chill twice. I'll see you soon, matey. And I went back to my parents. Next week we returned. I yelled her name three times. Foxina, Foxina, Foxina. She was, at the time, sharpening her sword for the show. When she heard my voice, she put her sword up on the wall and ran to find me. I be here, lad. I be here. I ran over to her and gave her a hug. 
I, I thought you wouldn't remember me. Wouldn't remember you? What kind of pirate would I be if not to remember me first mate? After all, I have a promise to keep. To show you you need friends. Now come on, lad. I'll show ya. And she picked me up in her arms again and took me to meet all of her friends. I like you bloody rats, she said. <laughs> Never gets old, Foxina, Wolfie said. I love that pirate voice. Well, you wanted me to get some more, and I thought I might as well use it in a pirate way. That's true. Anyway, lads, we got someone I want you to meet. He be me new first mate. His name be Mike. Isn't that right, lad? Mikey. <laughs> that's, that's me. Oh, he's so cute, Chelsea said. I wish all the other kids were like him. Dustin said, yeah, all those other brats are kind of a, kind of a nightmare. A demon child, if you would. But not this little guy. He seems pretty cool. He must be special to get old Fox in to come around like that. Wolfie said, she never picked up a child or let him carry around. You're very lucky. But I'm not being special. Nothing special, matey. You're the most special matey I ever had. She's telling the truth. She's letting you hold on to her like that. She never lets any kid do that. She never carried a child around. She does not like to be touched. But she's comfortable with you holding her. So, therefore, you are one of the most special children I ever know. She won't even let me hold on to her. And me and her have been dating for about two years now. That's true, lad. I never met a maid quite as special as Mikey here. Maybe I can make him pizza. Tons and tons of pizza. My special pizza. Hey, I'm a drummer. I need someone to help me with, you know, guitar and singing. Someone's got to do your job, Chelsea. Hey, I'm just joking. But seriously, maybe we can give him the show somehow. Hey, I need backup singer, Wolfie said. I'd love to have him in my pirate show, but he must be a little bit older before he starts to work here. That's true. We'll take out the manager and see what he says. Until then, though, you're welcome on our stage anytime, anywhere. He'd be my best friend. Oh, me too, Chelsea yelled. I'd like to be friends also. Dustin said. Wolfie replied with, It's settled then. We'll all be your friends. Then, my parents called me again and it was time to leave. For a few more years, we visited over and over until the day I was eight years old. I was doing really well in school and I knew mom and dad would let me go to Foxy's Attached Pitch World to me getting good grades. Hey, Mom. Oh, hey, Mike. Mom, can we go to Foxy's Fantastic Pizza World again? I guess we can. It's been a while since we've been there. We'll have to wait till your father gets home from work, then we'll ask him. Okay, go get your things ready. 
So I went and changed into my shirt that had all the performers on it. My khaki pants and a picture to show them. There's a picture of Foxina holding me while all the other ones sang and danced around us. I remember that day so clearly. I remember that Wolfie said, Alright, Mike. After he finally learned my name wasn't Mikey. But then again, I liked it when they called me Mikey. That was actually the last time I saw them, is when they all decided that that would be their little nickname for me. Mikey. Alright, Mike. Ready? On the count of three, you say, Hungry like the wolf, alright? And I'm... Hungry like the wolf. A little bit louder, right? Like this. And I'm hungry like the wolf. Now you try. And I'm hungry like the wolf. Much better. Now put a little growl in it like. And I'm hungry like the wolf. And I'm hungry like the wolf. Very good. Very good, Mike. Very good. You can call me Mikey, actually. I like it. All the animatronics looked at each other and smiled. Well, Mikey, welcome to our family, they all said. That's when I heard the door open that snapped me out of my flashback. Dad came in. Hey there, sport. Hi, Dad. So your mother tells me you want to go back to Foxy's Fantastic Pizza World, is that true? Yeah, Dad, yeah. I see you no problem with it. You've been doing good in school and you deserve a little treat. Alright, tell you what, let me go grab my shirt, pants, put on a baseball cap and we'll head down there. Alright? Alright, Dad. And we drove to Foxina's and had a wonderful time. My world seemed complete. Until on the way back. We were driving down... Going back home when we saw an 18 wheeler in our lane. Honey, watch out! Michael, cover your face! Got <laughs> a car crash. And everything went black. Part 2. With the heart monitor. As I slowly opened my eyes. And I woke up in the hospital. What happened? I asked. A pretty young nurse came in and said, Doctor, Doctor Brian, Doctor Brian. Brian came in. Hey there. Um, how are you feeling, boy? You're in still particular condition. Don't worry. You're going to be just fine. Just... Try not to move too much. Where's mommy and daddy? I asked him. He had a sad look on his face. I didn't need him to tell me anything else. But he did anyway. Son. You were... Your car was hit. Head on by 18 year Now luckily you're safe. Very lucky. 
the only reason you're here right now is because the impact, well, your parents, they took the blunt of the punishment, and suddenly they're gone. They suffered serious injuries. I'd rather not say. Now, don't worry. We found a family to take care of you. Your aunt and uncle, luckily, um, came in from Ohio when they heard the news. You've been out for a few days. So they're here waiting for you. And we'll see if they'll be happy to adopt you. But can't I just go and live with Foxina and the others in the pizzeria? So I know this is very, very hard for a kid, especially one that went through such a traumatic experience as you to understand, but they don't have human feelings. They can never give you the love and affection that a human one could give you. Now, come on. Get some sleep, and you will be set to go in the morning. I didn't know what to say or how to respond, but I didn't press the issue. I was too upset about my parents, my mom and dad. Death. Things were rushing through my head. All I could do was break down and cry. Knowing that I'll never see them again. The very next day, I asked my aunt and uncle if we go to Foxina's Fantastic Pizza World. They said, nope. It's a waste of time and money. You should outgrow your childish things anyway. So I yelled out of the car window as loud as I could, hoping that at least one of them would hear my call. My parents are dead. They're gone. Foxina. 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 I will come back. I will find you. I will put our family back together. I promise. And we drove off. My aunt and uncle scolded me when we got back home. They took all my plushes I got from the pizzeria and burnt them. Everything I had, even my shirt, they destroyed. They even burnt all the pictures I had of them in my picture book, all but one. One picture I kept hidden from them. The picture I was going the picture that I showed them before before all this has happened. A couple of years later Mike got an interview at the pizzeria. The boss said, So why do you want to work here? Man, I just, uh, I've always had a wonderful connection with this place, and I love the animatronics. And as soon as you can say they're part of my family, it's kind of hard to explain. But yeah, um, I always love this place, I love the animatronics, and I figured I'd do good here. You'll be working as a security guard slash janitor. You understand this, right? Of course I did. And I'm, I'm happy you're working the night shift. Actually, I was hoping I would land it. Alrighty then. 
I see no reason for this interview to go on any longer. You are hired. However, I would like you to sign this waiver saying that our industry is not responsible for any death or dismemberment. If a person plays a thing, a missing person's report will be filed in uh, 24 hours when the carpets are shampooed, cleaned, and the walls are repainted. This is fair enough. Alright, Michael, welcome to your first job. And your first day, I hope you stay here longer than the other people. They usually leave on the third day. Trust me. I would I would never leave. I'd leave if I could. Alright, you might just get your wish. What was that? Oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. Anyway, uh... Your job starts at... 11.30 and ends at 6 a.m. Or would you rather have longer... I'd rather have longer. Well, 6 a.m. is what you'll begin with. We'll wait until about a week or two, and then we'll decide. Alrighty. The present day. The third day on the job. Remember how I said that the commercials talk about possibility of damage, death, and how they made me sign the waiver? Well... On the first night, I found that out. But night three is when I finally understood just what they mean. The animatronic, Foxina, ran through the door. And I said, oh no, I can't show the door in time. She jumped in, grabbed my shirt, and slammed my head against the floor. And then threw me against the wall. Ha <laughs> I got him. Now all I have to do is find a suit to put him in. Wait, what's this? She said. The picture that I kept with me at all times fell in my pocket. Wait. That'd be Mikey. Could it... It's him. It's me, Mady Mikey. Oh, no. What have I been doing? Why did he come back? Why did he never come back? Do you not want to come back? What's going on? Where has he been? What am I doing? Why am I asking so many questions? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm so sorry, me matey. I was a bloody Bill's rat for not noticing. How did we not know? No. How did I not notice? Foxina got some gauze. And something to stop his head from bleeding due to the cut on his forehead. And she wrapped a bandage around his head. She picked him up like a baby, carried him to everyone else, and held him as close to her chest as she could without hurting him more than he already was. You got him! You got him! Chelsea said excitedly. Now all we have to do is find a suit for him. That's just it, matey. He's not a criminal nor endoskeleton. He's a... He'd be... Chelsea interrupted. Wolfie! Dustin, isn't this great? Once we show him a suit, we can have... Arr! Foxini growled. He none be hurting a single head on his 
head on his head. And if you be, you sure regret it. I swear to you, Brit, by that. Yo, hey, Wolfie said, laying a hand on her shoulder. Why are you defending this endoskeleton? We're just doing our job. That's what we try to tell you, me love. He be not an endoskeleton. He be our young lad, Mikey. Foxina, I understand how much you want this to be true. But you know nothing. Look what I found in his pocket. I swear to you, he is our young lad, Mikey. How do you not know our son? Son, I adopt him. Here and now. You want him? You have to go through me first. And I'd be a mother on a mission. So you better back off. Wait, let me see that. Guys, uh, just tell the truth. Look. It is Mikey. Foxina. Why is he here now? Why didn't he come back? I don't know that. All I do know is that the baby of the family, he's finally returned. Wolfie said, Alright guys, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to get some soda pop. Chelsea, you stay with him. Dustin, grab pizza. Foxina, get an ice pack and materials to help clean that that hurt head of his. Get a blanket and pillow and get that cot from Pirate's Cove and Pirate's Landing. The blanket at Pirate's Cove. Fine, get the blanket from the cove and get the cot from the landing. He's going to have to take a little rest so his head heals properly. And they all left except for Chelsea, who stood there watching over Mike. Mike's eyes began to open about three minutes later. Oh, my head. Oh, my head. What just... Oh, what just... What just happened? Chelsea. Mikey! Chelsea? You stay away from me. Around that time, Dustin, Chelsea... Foxina and Wolfie were on either side of him. Oh, oh no. I'm, I'm cornered. Mike closed his eyes and took a deep breath and said almost in a whisper, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I never should have came back. Foxina's eyes opened wide and she almost yelled. What are you talking about, lad? Of course you should have came back. Mike, I know that this is hard for you to understand, but what why were you guys trying to kill me for? Do you have any idea how that feel makes me feel? And to think the family I swore I'd make it back to you. The family I promised I'd be with again were the ones that were trying to kill me. Do you have any idea how that feels? Wolfie replied, Mikey, I know how it must make you feel, but I promise he interrupted and yelled, Don't call me that. You all lost the right to call me by that little nickname the moment you all tried to kill me. You have no idea how that feels. After a minute of silence, 
Mike asked. How long? Pardon? Wolfie asked. Oh, you heard me. How long has it been? How long has it been? How long have you all been killing night guards? Their mouths all open wide. Oh my gosh. How? How could we have made such an error? Oh, Mike. We have done so much wrong. I'm going to finish my shift here. Tomorrow I quit. And I'll never come back here. Where I never have to see you. Ever again. Never have to be around your stinking suits. Ever. It's gone. Our friendship is over. The good times we had, you can have them back. Our family is ruined. I'm freaking done. And they all left. Mike went to the bathroom and started cleaning his head. Maybe I should go back and talk to them. They really did seem sad. No, Mike, you're being stupid. They'll try to kill you again. But then again, they said they didn't know. But they would say that. But then again, they could have torn me apart. After all, I did threaten them with a wooden chair. Like that would do much against their metal frames. I only only know one that's going to tell me the truth. There was a sad song playing from Pirate's Landing. Foxina was listening to something called Tears of the Ocean. I should laugh all the times that her and Mike had together. No, I mustn't be thinking about that. That would only lead to self-pity, and I have no time for that. I only have time to think how to win my little mini's trust back. That's what she heard him mock. Hey, uh, Foxina, are you in there? Who would be out there? It's me, Mike. Oh, yes, come in. He opened the door and walked to her. He said by her. Foxina, is it true that you didn't know that you all were killing night guards slash janders? She looked at him. Her face was a mess. Her mascara and eyeliner was running. And her eyes were blood red from crying. Yes, matey. We had no idea. Even though he was horrified of her and afraid that she was going to kill him, he knew he had to make her feel better somehow. So he went over to her and hugged her. 
He knew that she was telling the truth when she hugged him back, gently. I decided that I'm going to come back for the rest of the week till Sunday. And if you guys can show me that it was an accident and you have had no intention of killing me or any other security guard, then I'll stay and we can get this another shot. But if you can't, if you don't kill me first, I will tell the manager and you all will be sent to the scrap pile. Don't worry, lad. I promise you will not regret this. Honestly, I already am. But I think everyone deserves a second chance. The clock chimed 6 a.m. Well, I think you all better get back on stage. I'm going to get back to my room and gather my stuff up. I'll be back tomorrow night. And I left. Immediately, that very night before Noelle showed up, she ran to the others. Everyone, I have great news. Chelsea and Dustin and Wolfie were crying. Wolfie was holding Chelsea in his arms. Stroking her, trying to make her feel better. Fox, you know, I don't know how anything could be happy right now. Yeah, man, they got a point, Dustin said. But we do, Chelsea said. How? How could anything be good news right now? We most likely lost our little matey, or our, your little matey, and our, our, she feels like all of our child. We scarred him for life, we hurt him, just and now we come to find out we're murderers. That's why we're trying to tell you, matey. Mike came to me. After all that happened, he came to me. And he told me that he's willing to give us another chance, so we come back until Sunday. If we can prove to him that we didn't know what we're doing, and that we are good... That he'll come back and that we can, he'll give us another shot, another chance. <clears throat> well, well, well. That is great news, Wolfie said. But what should we do? Chelsea said, We could throw him a pizza party. That's a good idea. But then again, that might overwhelm him uh, quite a lot, especially after what just happened. Foxina said, a private show. We could put on a private show with him. With pizza, cupcakes, regular cake, presents, and everything we can think of. A good old-fashioned and we're sorry Mike party. That's a very good idea, but... And we should do that. But, again, all of us together may overwhelm the young man. How about we all take turns? Once every night, we'll all come to meet him. There's four of us, which means... Four nights. I think that's a good idea, maybe. Who will go to him first? Well, let's see. You're the one that actually almost killed him. I almost bit him. Dustin almost bashed a guitar over his head. Chelsea, you'll go. What? 
Are you sure that's a good idea? After all, I was the first one that tried to... Well, you know. Yes, I know very well. However, you have the sweetest voice of all of us. And you suck at lying. If you if he asked you any questions, he knows how to tell you're lying just from the way you look at him. Okay, lad. I guess she would be the right choice. Don't worry, Foxina. You'll get your chance. What do you say? Will you do it, Chelsea? I do it. So, that night, or the very next night, she walked him. After he came in, Mike said, Well, I'm back here and there's no animatronics here to be found. Maybe I'll just fly through this night. He put his stuff in his room and then went to the main room and sat down at a table. Well, they said they wanted to meet me here, so I guess I'll... Hi there, Mikey. Sorry, I mean, Mike. <clears throat> oh, um, hey there, Chelsea. She's starting to get closer. Hey, 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 Chelsea, you just... You stay over there and I'll stay over here, all right? You know, postal space, six feet. Okay? She said, all right. And she sat down and began to play on a guitar. And it was this theme. And Chelsea began singing as she played her guitar. Looms bright on this mountain tonight. A palace of isolation It looks like I'm the queen The wind is howling like the swirling storm inside Couldn't keep it in, heaven knows I tried Mike looked at her Is that frozen? Yes. You see, a child brought in the playlist of Frozen, and I downloaded it to my hard drive. I mean, you learned how to play that just by listening to it a few times? Yes. That's exactly right. Remember when you were a kid and you always wanted to play the guitar with me? Yeah, you said I had to wait till I was older. And what else did I say? Let me think. He thought about it and took him back to the town when he was a young child again. He remembers she was sitting on the stage, tuning her guitar. Hi, what are you doing? He remembered asking her. She said, Oh, well, I'm fixing my guitar. What do you mean? Well, it's got an owie, and I do this to make sure it feels better. Why don't you try kissing it? That's what mommy does when I get hurt. Hmm, that's a good idea. It's worth a try. And she held out her guitar to let him give her a kiss. It was already tuned. By the time it was done, 
but she wanted to see his eyes glow and see him happy. He kissed the guitar and then she played a few chords. Well, what do you know? It worked. Thank you, Michael. Michael? (laughs) I'm just playing with you. Thank you, Mikey. I appreciate your help. I don't think I ever could have done it without you. Can you teach me to play the guitar? I guess I could, but... I think you should be a little older. Oh. I see. She smiled at him. I'll tell you what, Mike. Next time you come here... I want you... If you're still interested in playing... I'll teach you, and I'll give you a special surprise, alright? Next time you come, how's that sound? That sounds wonderful, and he gave her a hug. That that day was the last time he ever went there before the accident. He came back to the present. She said, Well, are you still interested in playing? Yes. Wonderful. This here is my new guitar. And I think I got a gift for you right here that's long overdue. She unwrapped it and it was the same guitar he kissed. This has sentimental value to me. I treasured this over all my other instruments and guitars, but I don't treasure it as much as I treasure you, Michael. So, it's yours. Let's play it together. And they all began to play it. And by the time it was done, they learned everything. Very good, Mike. Very good. That's absolutely marvelous. Then the clock chimed. 6 a.m. I gotta go now. Alright, Mikey. I'll see you later. Oh, I'm sorry. Mike, I mean, after all, you don't want us to call you that anymore. Hey, Chelsea? Yes? Don't call me Mike anymore. I don't want to be called Mike. I'm sorry. What would you like me to call you then? I want you to call me... Michael. No. Call me Mikey. I know there's no lie in your face. And you would have killed me right now if you wanted to. You earned back my trust. You can call me Mikey again. Okay then, Mikey it is. They hugged and they left. Well, how'd it go? Wolfie asked Chelsea. Well, he let me call him Mikey again. 
and he's a very talented guitar player. He said I earned back his trust. Marvelous. Alright, um, I'll go next night. Alright, then it's set. And that's where we're going to leave off. That was part 1, 2, and 3. Hope you enjoyed watching these videos. If you'd like to hit on the press a little bit like button in the face, like boss is always half hours all around. Thank you so much for watching. If you want more of this money, do not work as well. I'm going to work out with the future addiction. Leave a like and subscribe and leave a comment down below if you want the rest of the story. On the count three, we're going to howl. One, two, three, here we go. Thank you for watching, everyone. And good night. And of course, look to the shadows. This world's a strange one. Ropa. And I'll see all you dudes and dudettes in the next video. And if you guys want me to do a new outro, leave your outro in the comments too. If I like it, I might make it. A short outro, that is. I'm still going to keep the... Um... Um, look to show this full strange one. You guys leave what, um, leave your ideas of what you want me to do for my outro alongside that. Or if you just want it to be that. Also, tell me on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, what you think my podcast is. Just write 1 if you think, if you hate it. All the way to 10. 10 is if you love it. And 1 is if you hate it. Thanks for watching everyone. And good night. And keep your eyes peeled out there because the menace never ends. Again, thank you for watching and good night.